Welcome everybody in to the Liga MX Fantasy Podcast. I'm your co-host, Trip MB, along with my man, Araboy. How are you doing, my man? What's up, dude? Doing pretty good after the international break, but we're back at it. Yeah, welcome back. We we got started, we got going, we just finally started getting in a groove, and then boom, hit with a break. What can you do? It happens, you gotta take a break every now and then, but here we go. It's the holiday season, so there's gonna be another long break coming up here eventually, because they're gonna... Close out the Apertura, and we might not get too much going until the Clausura, but we'll see. If there's slates, we'll talk about them. How'd you do on uh, UEFA Nations League in the meantime while we were waiting? In the UEFA Nations League, I did pretty well. It was a decent profit, but the international games, I was bad. I didn't get lucky. <laughs> but the goal- yeah, you got to get lucky in there for sure. We played a four-man on one of the na- uh, international slates. You, me, Patrick and someone else who I don't know, and... Uh, Patrick beat me by a quarter point, man. Just absolutely brutal. And uh, I texted him a, a screenshot of the standings. I said, hey, man, can we get a stat correction? And he told me, go screw myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll probably reply the same thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Hey, you know, I'm friends with uh, Luis as far as online friends go, at least friendly, I guess I could at least say. But it's a cutthroat game. You know, there can only be some winners and some losers. And I was a loser on that one and had to just take my L. Just what It is what it was, whether it was by a quarter point or quarter million, right? It's tough when it's that low stat. That's probably the lo- lowest stat you can lose by. Yeah, so. yeah, on soccer for sure. You know, you always remember your close call. Like, oh, man, I hit the bubble. I was just behind the ca- – I needed two points I would have cashed. But – you don't always remember like the times when like you made it. You were like when you got lucky and you just barely cashed by like a quarter point or half a point in an NBA or something like that. So it's the DFS swings, man. It is what it is. Hopefully, if you play, you play smart. You're making money overall in the long run, which is the goal. Yeah, man. You have to watch out for those international friendlies. <laughs> I tried to warn you against those friendlies. I didn't play too many of them. It's just there, and there's no soccer, so I'm like, I'm just reading it and reading it. I fell for it. Right. I mean, if the slate's there, yeah, if the slate's there, you go for it. I was a little busy the last couple of days also with some other work, so that kind of uh, helped me get away with skipping a few of those slates, which was nice. But anyway, we're back. It's League MX. We're here to talk what we know, what we're here for, what we're really here for. We got a two-game slate. This is We, we did a preview episode. We actually did kind of like two preview episodes on this slate, so we, should be, we, we finally have some salaries and some teams and, and whatnot to actually talk about for real, so let's... Give it our third pass uh, for an actual real live preview of this Friday night slate. We got uh, two games where very different textures. What? How do you see it? Well, the first game, which is Morelia versus Cruz Azul, Morelia being at home, that's the important game tomorrow because that decides if Morelia qualifies for the playoffs and if um, Cruz Azul may remain in the first spot for the playoffs. So there's something to fight for tomorrow in that game. Right, and is it worth it? Is it the first spot where something Cruz Azul is going to be fighting to defend? Yes, it gives you a home field advantage as far as playing the second leg at home throughout the playoffs as far as you qualify. And, I mean, it's always bragging rights for Cruz Azul, you know, getting first place throughout the whole season. The Machina has been, you know, pretty off <laughs> these past couple of years, so they're looking forward to win a championship. Right, the machine, the machine has not been functioning <laughs> With all its parts correctly uh, for the last couple of tournaments, so they look yeah. they look really good though in this 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 season for real. Yeah, they they got stacked up on you know a lot of players that they um, acquired this off season. So yeah, I mean they're looking looking pretty good. 
So Monarchas gets to kind of they they need this win. They they need if they get the three the three points, they can feel really good about being in the playoffs. If they lose, they're probably just going to have to assume they won't make it because somebody will jump them. There's a couple teams chasing. If they draw, then it's kind of dicey. So you got to feel they're going to be going all out for a win at home. Yeah, as they're going all at it tomorrow, I'm sure they're going to just go off the first minute full on attack. Right, and I I love I like Morelia plays. Just in general, in Liga MX DFS, when I feel like they're the attacking team. So uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Just we should note, though, the second game is a completely different feel with Puebla versus Tijuana, just two teams. It means almost nothing. You know, they, it might change the standings a little bit, but neither of these teams is going anywhere for this tournament. Yeah, it's the second game. Um, it's nothing really to fight for, it's just pride on the line. So you might get some value plays with some kids that might get to start tomorrow. Right. So, unfortunately, it's always tough to to know when that's the second game. It's tough to count on those, right? So, it's kind of it might be a sort of hey, look what I found situation, but at the same time, you may not be saving too much of your salary for that late game because you'll be so heavy on the first game. Let's talk about both games uh each game individually and let's start with the first one that we had just mentioned. If we like it's going to be a shootout. There's some really good DFS plays on Morelia. Which which guys are you looking at? Are you going to spend more on the forwards or the midfield? For Morelia, I am really liking the Valdez play in the forward position because he is midfield and forward eligible, and he has a 7K prize. And if he starts, he gets some of the set pieces, and he just turns out when it comes to big games, Valdez turns out. I've always loved Diego Valdez. Seems to be in the spot here. He's the most expensive Morelia forward. The Cruz Azul guys that are priced above him, not too much more expensive, but those are more goal-dependent guys. Those aren't exactly floor plays, right? Yes, Cover you want to go for like a GPP win, you can go with like Caraglio or Cauterucho for Cruz Azul, but those are goal-dependent guys for me. Yeah, I agree. I like Fierro also. Are there any of the cheaper guys? Would you play Flores if he was in at 5200 or is there anybody? I mean, he's about. I would consider him, but I don't know if I love him. The Flores from Morelia is different from the Flores we see in Peru. It's a whole different, you know, guy out there. But if Fierro starts, I like him too. But he hasn't started either. If he does start, I like him because he crosses a lot and gets points. It's tough to really beat Valdez, and then maybe you throw Sensoris in if you want to try to get the combo. Maybe they you know, get a, an assist from one and goal from the other type thing up top as they're attacking. I don't know if I want to spend too much on the Caraglio, but it is an option. I mean, Cruz, like we said, Cruz has re- every reason to go win this game also, like, like you pointed out. So... How about midfielders from this game? Uh, obviously, we've talked about this guy a ton on podcasts before, but Vilches is, I mean, always in play. Oh, yeah. If Vilches is in the lineup, he's in my lineup. That guy just gets the ball and gets wide and crosses, takes shots when he has an open, you know, position in the field. And he just takes some sets as well. He takes corners. You can get a good value for his price. It's 7,600? Yeah, he's yeah. 7,600 and... Sometimes you might look on a team sheet or whatnot and see him kind of lined up, and it looks like he's central, and that may go against your uh, – sometimes they'll show him on the wing. Sometimes they'll show him a little more central, and it may go against your DFS instincts Like because with soccer you tend to want to play guys on the wing more. But don't worry about Vilches. He's you know he's going to have his open play value wherever he's lined up, and then he's also going to get 
piece of the sets, you know, as long as he's in. He'll find his way to the wing wherever they show him lined up on the sheet, basically is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, my projected points for him tomorrow will be 8 to 10 points if he starts. Here's a guy, and I want to ask you, since you're the, the real League MX expert, and obviously I, I know what this guy can do. I can see his game log, but it seems like whenever I play him, he just always busts Elias Hernandez, and he's always so expensive. What's the deal there? Man, Elias, he's that guy that he just wants to play whenever he wants to feel like it, you know? He could be a boomer, but it's like his price being away tomorrow, I, I don't see him. But, I mean, he, he has a cure floor because he takes all set pieces for Cruz Azul. And he, he just right, has and a lot you can of see, like, ten, he has a 10-cross game, a 15, a bunch of six-cross games. So, I mean, he has the game that's very DFS-friendly, and he ra- he has ra- he can rack up some scores. You know, he can put up 15 points without a goal or an assist sometimes. But, man... I don't know. It's just bad luck, obviously, but man, I played this guy and he, he busts on me so many times. Cruz, who just needs a draw to secure the first place in the Apertura? So they're not really going to attack, but in case they're down, then, you know, that's when you know, Elias and the other guys like Alvarado may turn up and just start crossing and shooting. So it all depends on how the game flow is. You kind of have to take your stand on like how you think this game will actually go. If I was going to guess, I mean, I, I think it's going to be kind of a back-and-forth thing where both teams are trying. So I'm going to be stacking plays from this game and hoping, like, a value play opens up. I don't know if Flores, we kind of talked about him a second ago. I agree. I don't know if he's going to be that guy. Even if he's in the lineup, he may not be the value that I'm looking for. I'm hoping I don't end up in a situation where I just have to, like, put my expensive guys in from the first game and hope that one of those kids shows up, like you said, in the late game and don't want to get totally screwed there, but... I might take the risk just because I do agree that we may see that. But what about if we look in the defenders here from this first game? Is there any salary relief there? I've always liked the uh, Manila fullbacks, as I mentioned in a previous podcast. Haldrete is a nice play tomorrow. He takes a couple sets like corners, and he has you know open play value because they play with him a lot down the wing. I think Vegas would be a GB play at that price because he's yeah. 50 right His price has skyrocketed. He scored again in the international, right? He scored... In that international cup we played against, uh, that slate we played last week, I think on last Friday. Relying on a goal here from him at that price. So I'll probably go down to uh, Guzman for 4700. Right. That's, that's a decent price for a fullback. And you know how Guzman plays, he goes up and crosses as well. Right. For a thousand cheaper, and I would say like he is at least 50 50 to get a better score, if not maybe even like 55 45. I would say Guzman can outscore Vegas. Like, that's uh, that's an easy no-brainer for me. I don't think I'm going to spend it on Vegas with Guzman that much cheaper. Um, Cruz Azul, cheaper guys. I don't know. Do you, do you look for Maduena, or is, would Aldrete be the only guy you consider there? I started liking Pablo Aguilar in the beginning of Cruz Azul. He was racking up a lot of points. I remember the start of the Apertura. He was getting a lot of tackles and interceptions. But now he doesn't do much, you know, just any other center back in the league. And I'll probably put in a center back, like a cheap center back from Morelia, if I don't see much value, just to, like, try to combine with my goalie. Makes sense. Yeah, Aguilar, his price is coming up, too. There's, like, last few slates he was in, you know, 3600 or whatnot, and then 
he got up in the 4,000s and then he stopped getting into the lineup. So pretty clear cut, only a few choices for, from the first game from defender. This late game maybe where we look for some cheap defenders again for some salary relief. Uh, let's move to that late game. Let's start a forward like we did with the previous one. Some pricier floor options here, but we don't even know if these guys are going to be in the lineup. What do you think of Tabo, Bolaños, Cavallini? Tabo is the main play tomorrow for Puebla because he is, you know, set piece taker for him. When he's in the field, he has open floor for 8200 It's not bad. That's a decent price. Yeah, he does it all for sure. Cavallini is more goal dependent. He takes a couple shots. He takes probably the most shots out of all the forwards playing tomorrow, but he does rely on goals. Uh, so are you going to be looking for some cheaper options here? Who are some guys you might be, if you see them in the lineup like we talked about, that might pop up, that you might that you might be hoping to see in the lineup? Was it, you know, a Rubio Ruben? He's kind of a, I know I know he's a guy that a lot of people like to see play. He hasn't got a ton of playing time. Who else is out there? If Omar Fernandez starts for Puebla at 5,300, I like him because he plays like a right wing to play tomorrow. And he does get open floor. He gets wide and crosses, so... He might right. get decent tomorrow if he's that start. He's it looks like good. he's been getting starts too. Yeah, and he had, a, had an eight cross game two starts ago, and had an assist uh, three games ago. So yeah, he, he yeah, I, I've never really played this guy that much, but looks like someone I need to have my eye on. Good call. As far as forwards in that game, I would only pivot here if I'm down to like um, Lucero, maybe if I'm down and had Cavallini or. Tabo at first. I might even go to right. Castillo. But those Lucero guys are... can, Lucero can always go get you a goal for sure if you need it. He's not gonna be very popular among that, that the guys in that group. Yeah, these guys are mainly just pivot or DBP plays for me. Gotcha. How about we go then to the midfield and is there anyone here that you're is worth saving some salary for uh from the first game? to see if they show up in the lake. I like Luis Chavez for his price. Really cheap. If he starts at 6,100, he's Tijuana's set He took over my boy, Ignacio Rivero. Yeah, Rivero. He's, lo- he's lost his job to Chavez a little bit. Yeah, and I've seen Rivero play as right back sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'm not liking that too much. Right, at that price so, especially. Rivero's still a good play if, Luis Chavez doesn't start, but having Chavez in there is going to take a lot of value from Rivero. Yeah, I agree. And I, it, if if the game does turn out like we said, where the teams play kind of some backup lineups or don't play all their guys, then I we could easily see Chavez, uh, you know, show up as the only guy, you know, with no Rivero. I would not be surprised to see that at all for Tijuana tomorrow. Yeah, and some great value I would like to see tomorrow if somehow I get some inside feed. I would like to see Espiricueta, which is from my Umas team that I support. He yep. has a decent floor when he's in the game. He gets wide and crosses, so that's a good play tomorrow if he somehow gets in the lineup for 4600 yeah, forty six hundred. I like that a lot. I was looking a little bit higher than that. Let me see what you think of this guy. 
who's a guy who I used to play him for like 3,500 back in the day. Me and my boy Vinny Cash used to jam this guy in lineups when no one had ever heard of him. Now he's more a little more well-known, but Chumacero for Puebla. Yeah, that's, that's the Vinny pick for tomorrow, <laughs> Chumacero. No doubt, yeah. Vinny plays his guys, so he'll have Chumacero for sure. I used to play this guy in the beginning when he started for Puebla because I saw a lot of hype coming from him, you know, to Liga MX. And I had heard rumors that he was coming to my team, Puma. That's why I knew a lot about this guy. So he had a nice floor on his old team. I think it was Peñarol. I'm not too sure, but I saw a lot of videos of him and did some research. And I was like, this guy's going to be awesome for Liga MX. And uh-huh. I saw his assists. Like 3,500, 3,700. Like, man, I had to plug this guy in all the time. <laughs> and I plugged right, him right. in like, like the first couple slates, and he didn't give me much. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm done with this guy. <laughs> and well, there's started, times well, they've started him up as like center forward, too, even at that cheap price. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, he started scoring random goals and giving assists. I'm like, what? Where is this coming from? <laughs> you need to be more patient, man. You didn't wait long enough, clearly. Yeah. I should have spoken of any cash on those right. other slates. Place him in my team. Well, let's look at defense then from this game. What do you what do you what do you like on the defensive spot? There weren't a ton from the first game that we liked. Uh, is this selection better here? You think there is a couple plays that might help you jump some places if you're down on the first game. Like I like Fuentes, fifty one hundred Tijuana. He has a decent floor. He goes up a couple times. And there's some crossing. And as far as value, will be Loronia from Puebla. He plays his right back. Yeah, love Loronia. I don't really see Ariola in my lineup for 6,100. In a game, like we said, it's not going to mean much. I'm going to be looking for value plays here all the way. I'm not going to be paying for – I'm certainly not going to be paying the most expensive guy at the position from this game. I like the uh, Loronia call. I, I think there's a good chance he's going to be in. Uh, and we see him. There could be some more deep discount guys, maybe like a Gustavo Canto or a uh, this guy Santa Maria comes in sometimes, right? He's a center back, I think, actually, but he's a minimum price. So there's going to be some guys that you may need to jam in just because you are left with, with no salary from the uh, expensive plays you put in the first game, which should feature a lot more fireworks. Yeah, I don't really like the center backs in this game, but you might want to have to Play one if you want to play like a high price, like utility spot somewhere for the last right. game. But right, these games always come down to like these games where like quote unquote no one cares. It can be a really crummy game that goes nil nil, or it can be a wide open crazy game that ends up you know three two because the players just go out and play for the joy or whatnot. They don't really care you know care about the standings or anything like that, and it can break either way. Uh, this one Tijuana tends to play a pretty slow down keep the score low game anyway, so I, I don't see him changing that necessarily in this circumstance, but I could be wrong. It might be a spot where you play two lineups. Play your cash lineup and throw an extra GPP in and just, you know, stack this game instead of the first game because you know most people will stack the first. And Why don't we wrap it up by looking at goalkeeper for both games and just tell me your thoughts, just like which way you might want to go here. Usually we go shoot for, chase the, che- the chase the clean sheet on a two-game slate. Is that what we're going to be doing here, standard move? Yeah, the the highest priced goalie here is Viconis from Puebla, but I think I injured last game. I'm not too sure on his update, but I mean his backup is Rodriguez, which is a hundred cheaper. That's the safest play for me because Tijuana is really bad away, playing away. 
Right. So, but yeah, Torino was a favorite tomorrow to win, and Bicorni is just safe playing now as backup. You know, I love my Morelia guys here, so. Right. I mean, I'm going. I swear <laughs> to God, even when they're like on a slate that doesn't even have Morelia, it's like you, they put Sosa in and you can choose him. I swear to God, he's been on every single slate ever, all season. I'm probably gonna end up on Sosa again. I don't. I don't see any way to avoid it, to be honest. Although I might Laud for forty four hundred is pretty nice, also. So I may end up there. I, I don't trust Laud. I really don't. If not, you know, ask Danny, aka Derby. Right. He has not been as good as he. He was better last year for sure. Yeah, he screwed him over in our four man fifty fifty. So I'm not gonna play Laud after he got scored on three times at home. Sure. But if you want to go against the chalk, yeah, go ahead. Play yeah. Lahoud. If you if you want to challenge Araboy to a uh, head-to-head, throw Lahoud in your goalie. At least you'll know you have somebody different, right? I mean, you, you've been having really great results. I've seen a lot of, you know, people tweeting you the screenshots, thanking you for the, uh, the help you've been able to give them, building their lineups. You, you're you taking to this tout life thing pretty nice, man. Yeah, man. This, this part has, you know, has spanked in my tout school out there in social media. And I've had this um, private group chat, and yeah, a lot of people have started playing Liga Max, and uh, a couple old friends that didn't play have started listening to the podcast and started playing again. So I hope it keeps growing. And about the screenshots and appreciation, man, I love it, but I just hope, you know, people can just expand and share the love for other people can join and just, you know, just like me and you can win, anybody can win. Me and right. Yeah, man, I, I, everything you just said, you know, hope, hope people are enjoying listening to the pod. It's cool to hear that people that might have quit playing are coming back to it because they like listening to us. I think that's pretty cool. And, you know, we just want to see these contests grow. Liga MX is like DFS soccer is tiny and Liga MX is like the tiny part of DFS soccer. So it's a pretty small group, but... It's, you know, we're all, a lot of us talk, we're friends, it's cool that you got that private group chat. I didn't get that invite, but it's all good. You know, maybe people want to start hitting you up for it on Twitter. You can get, start charging some money or something for some access. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> hey, man, every tout has their school, so you right. got to my school. Yeah. You're, you start your own school. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, get, get your Patreon. When you start plugging your Patreon, then I'll know that you've truly arrived. So good luck, my friend, for real. <laughs> yeah man that's pretty much it for tomorrow enjoy the slate hit us up on twitter i'm at at trip and b underscore yeah it's Araboy 14 e-r-a-b as in boy o-i-1-4 that's on twitter instagram snapchat whatever i have everything so just hit me up and any type of question if you want to join my tout school as well send me a dm that didn't go it, for you that didn't go for you but <laughs> <laughs> Good luck building your lineups, and we will be back after the slate to review what happened on Friday and uh, try to talk up what's going to happen on Saturday. Good luck tomorrow, and we'll talk tomorrow. Hubo una vez un gran rey que tenía muchas tierras, un castillo y también un amor. Pero los caprichos de ese amor con el tiempo sin castillo y sin tierras lo dejó. 